It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian Radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Wait, that's your line. What the heck? I've never read that in my life. Why on earth? (laughs) I was, and I did it enthusiastically like this is something i do every time (laughs) roughly (laughs) roughly 250 episodes where we've started with this and i've never not once said it (laughs) i'm leaving all this in Man, rise and shine, nerds. You're tuned in to episode 479 of the Bad Girl Morning Show, proudly a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and a nerd culture missionary here at LTN. I'm a third generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. I'm fairly certain I'm Mo, the chief cohort Mo, and crazy. <laughs> here to bring the facts oh. and fire to your day, and there's not enough coffee in the world for this. My face hurts already. Today on the show, the blip and support groups. Hmm. Also on the show today, a Barbie girl, not in a Barbie world. But first, today is Wednesday, May 11th, 2022, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. Today is, <laughs> today is Matt Show Day. Uh, it's all Matt all the time. All Matt all day. All right. Uh, it's National Eat What You Want Day. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's a Wednesday, though, Matt. I know. It's your it's fasting a naughty, day. It's a not eat what I want day. Yeah. But you know what? You know what's coming up soon? What? You know it's only a few days away. What? The Mexican pizza. Oh. And it's return. It's glorious return to yeah. Taco Bell. I can't wait. But I have to. I was pretty disappointed last week when I ate Taco Bell. And I wasn't, like... A couple days later. Right, right, know, right. Like, mm, Just too early. Could have had a Mexican pizza. <laughs> could have had, yeah. But. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Cannot wait. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to this more than I'm looking forward to my birthday or Christmas or anything this year. The Mexican pizza returns. <laughs> I'm glad that you said or Christmas because we all know that you could care less <laughs> yeah, about your birthday. We all birthday. know you yeah. don't care about your birthday. That's not a big surprise. Yeah. No big accolade there. You're looking forward to Monday more than you're looking forward to your birthday. Like, come on. You got a a root canal scheduled for next month that you're looking more forward to than your September birthday. Facts. So listen, guys, it's National Eat What You Want Day, but still, let's be wise. Let's be health conscious and... No, none Have of a that. balance. None of that. None of that. Excuse me. None of that whatsoever. We need to be encouraging. One day a year. No, we need to be want. encouraging. <laughs> I'm encouraging you your, to eat what you want. If this is your <laughs> scheduled fast day, stick with it. This day comes around every year. You can celebrate next year. All right. And it's also National Third Shift Workers Day. Look, there was a time where I didn't see any big deal about being an overnight worker. Yeah. Like, I'm like, 
whatever. You barely deal with customers. This is the easiest job on the planet kind of thing. Until I took a job at a convenience store that was the overnight shift and made it two days before I'm like, my brain cannot take it. I'm done. I'm going. I quit. I'm going home. I will find a new job. I can't do it. I really think that a convenience store third shift worker is like the worst job that probably yeah anybody can possibly have. Also, because sometimes it's just you. Well, yes, and like, but if when you're it's gonna not get, just if you're you, going to get robbed, it's going to happen when it's just you. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say some of the, it's the third shift that you see some of the scariest people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, some of the best people sometimes, but some of the scariest. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. Kyle just echoed our thing. You're asking to get shot working the third shift at a convenience store. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. Yep. Absolutely right. So, uh, yeah, I made it. I made it. I didn't even make it through the second night. I remember like I had two hours left. And I'm like, I, I don't feel good. I'm going home and I'm not coming back. <laughs> I don't feel good. <laughs> and I don't think it's ever going to get better. <laughs> this is I'm, this is the end of me. I'm dying. I've, I've been diagnosed just now over the phone with uh, terminal right now death cancer. Like it's all it's just it immediately hit me in every area. And now I'm dead. It's very weird. It only it only <laughs> takes effect when I'm here. When I'm at home, I'm fine. I get this weird full body flare up every time I'm here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but at home, I'm not dead, and I don't understand it. Mm. <sighs> so for my health, I just need to quit. <laughs> well, now it is time for a game. Mo is our current back row champion. That's right, she is. And uh, I am on the she quest to is. take that title. <laughs> Because I have yet to hold our new purple belt. So today, I'm challenging I'll let Mo. you hold it. Well, yeah. No, you've held it. <laughs> you just don't get to keep it. Yeah. It's just, you, you just can't claim have to remember it. it's mine. It's That's my all. belt. <laughs> but we are going to play uh, a game that Mo first tried out with Topher a couple weeks ago. Uh, agree or disagree. And so for this game, a, uh, a statement is made. And you are trying to pick... If more people have agreed or disagreed with this statement, and if you get that right, you get one point. And then if you are right, then if you can guess the percentage breakdown, you get another point. Okay? Okay. 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 Yeah. You want to go first or? (laughs) It's not that long of a decision to make. Yeah. Okay, you're going to go first. <laughs> I was going first, everybody. I wanted to see how long I could keep going, but then you were making me laugh, and so it ruined it. This is not the time. <laughs> All right, but no. I think that's the longest that I've ever done that. Not a great accomplishment. I didn't that's say the, it was. The longest raspberry was, I've ever given. I was just... <laughs> The microphone. How much spit is all over your microphone right it's now? It's my microphone. Well, <laughs> John uses all it my too. Sp- <laughs> all my spit. <laughs> okay. First one here, Mo. Agree or disagree? Okay. Winter is better than summer. Disagree. Disagree? Correct. By what percentage? I'm going to say like. 68%. Mm, not 59. Oh. No. Okay. Nowhere close. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Agree or disagree, it's never too cold for ice cream. 
<laughs> Disagree. Ooh, nope. Agree. Really? Yeah. Really? Um, write down how many we've done. Okay. Yeah, fifty-three percent said that it's never too cold for ice cream. They didn't think about Alaska <laughs> in the winter. <laughs> All right. Agree or disagree? Being childish isn't a bad thing. Agree. Correct. Can you give me the? Oh, I'm gonna say. Oh. <laughs> 56%. You see the reflection of my glasses? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. 56%. Really? Yeah. Yes. Good job. <clears throat> my eyes were closed because I was thinking. So. <laughs> All right. Futurama is better than The Simpsons. Agree or disagree? <laughs> disagree. Wow, yeah. Okay. By how much? Um I think Futurama is way better than Simpsons. I'm going to say let's let's go with 62%. It was 71%. Wow. Yeah. But Oh, I just gave you an extra point by accident. You got one of these wrong. Why did I give you another point? <laughs> but. No, I got two last time. I got oh, one. Oh, I'm sorry. You did. I, I totally forgot about it. I thought I just come in here and wrote it down. Okay. I'll just. It's still a point. Got Where's it. Oriole We're good. when I I'm need sorry. him? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All, all good. I was too busy thinking about The Simpsons. So comparatively, Futurama is better than The Simpsons. If you're taking the entirety of The Simpsons into contention. If it's just like the first nine seasons of The Simpsons, then yeah, The Simpsons is better. But you can't just judge it nine out of the 37 or however many they have. On the whole, Futurama is better. Mexican waves. What is a Mexican wave? <laughs> I feel like this might be offensive and I'm going to skip it. Okay, cool. <laughs> I appreciate that. Here's <laughs> We're going, an through, ad. going through this ad. Uh, going through this ad that reminds me of that <laughs> church. <laughs> church thing where we were waiting on the pastor to come back in <laughs> and I'm having to stall and like anybody know a joke? Oh my word. <laughs> and, and one, of the, one of our kids come up like, I do. I'm like, all right, go tell it. <laughs> a kid, an elementary <laughs> aged kid. <laughs> he goes, so there was a Mexican. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Learn my lesson there. Uh, I'm not going to do that never again. Never open up no, the mic. We're going to do that again. <laughs> even to children you never know all right number five agree or disagree getting into a cold bed is so much nicer than getting into a warm one agree i agree with that but no what 17 <laughs> percent agree 83 disagree <laughs> from the same people who said it's never too cold for ice cream what what? From the same people that brought you freezing cold ice cream what? comes getting into a warm bed. Y'all are contradicting yourselves. <laughs> All right. Agree or disagree? I hate Rick and Morty. <laughs> this is number six out of seven. Agree. 
Nope. Oh, of course. 64% disagree. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. <laughs> All right, so you have four points so far, and this is your last question. Uh, agree or disagree, all of the Matrix films are equally silly. Disagree. Correct. Can you give me a percentage? Uh, let's say 58, 58%. No, 67, oh. but close. You got five points, five points out of a possible 14. <laughs> yeah, that sucked. Let's see if I can do better. Let's see if I can do better. Let's see if I can do better. All right. Toy Story 4 was a waste and they should have just ended it with Toy Story 3. Mmm. Mmm. Ooh. That, hmm. That 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 rustles my jimmies. That gets my hackles up right there. Um, I love Toy Story Four, but I bet there are quite a few people that agree with that. So I'm gonna say agree. Correct. Yeah. What's okay. the percentage? Fifty-three. Oh. Mm-mm, 55. Oh, I was close. You were close. I'm, yeah. I'm proud of myself for being close. All of my guesses were within eight or nine. Yeah. Points. Yeah. You just <laughs> two right off the bat. <laughs> All right. Uh, proposing in public is wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. Okay. So getting into the head of this person, are they assuming that it puts undue pressure on the proposee to say yes because she'll be judged harshly if she says no because so many people are watching? In that sense. I could see that, but I'm also of the mindset is you don't propose to someone unless you know what the answer is. Matt, we've lived this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, that's the advice I'm giving here. <laughs> oh, um, shoot. I'm a, okay. Is wrong. Is I'm going to say disagree. Correct. What's the percentage? Um, 67. Mm-mm, 60. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Pets are not worth it. Ooh. I mean, I agree, but <laughs> I'm no. going to say disagree. Correct. <laughs> I thought you were pausing because it was not right. What do you think the percentage is? Um, I'm going to say it's high. Uh, I'm going to say like 81%. Higher. Really? What is it? 86. 86? Yeah. Okay. I was in the right mindset. Yeah. Uh, you've already... I got three. Okay. I haven't beaten you yet. Okay. But I've gotten three out of three. So. Okay. Uh, children... Don't own their parents anything for being raised by them. I'm assuming that means oh. Yeah, sorry. Did I say own? Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Is it written right? Yeah, it's <laughs> so written it correctly. <laughs> it was me. I read it wrong. Do not owe their parents anything for being raised correctly. For being raised by them. Oh, raised by them. Because not correctly. You, yeah, like, you know, when Eli and Johnny get older, are you going to expect them to, you know, take care of you and and... Help you out financially if I'm you need. I'm going to say most people say agree. No. Really? Really. That makes me happy then. Yeah. 
that's good. Yep, fifty-eight percent of people more, disagreed. I thought there was a little bit more uh, self-centeredness in this world than there is apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how many have we done? Four. We got three more. Overweight cats are not cute. <laughs> that <laughs> uh disagree correct <laughs> yeah. what's the percentage oh 67 oh 66 oh come on yeah. come on man sorry uh. all right ready mm-hmm. putting a period at the end of a text makes it seem more aggressive Agree. <laughs> it's literally Joe. It's literally fifty fifty. We can't oh you can't see it. It's literally fifty fifty. <laughs> I guess nope, that one doesn't, doesn't count. Oh wait. Oh, there you go. Sideways. See? There you go. Fifty fifty. Fifty fifty. I didn't think that was supposed to be possible. Um, yeah. Okay. So. You got it wrong. Ha! No, it just won't count. <laughs> Are you going to get another question? Yeah, I need to, right? So this will be number five. Pranks are one of the worst forms of comedy. Wait, that wasn't. This is number six. I'm sorry. Uh, pranks are one of the worst forms of comedy. Shoot, that's a real hard one. Nowadays. Like when we were younger, no. Because pranks were all in good humor. And they never, they didn't like go too far, especially stuff you saw on TV. But like today, pranks go stupid too far, like so much further than they should. Um, dang. Okay. Read the, read the sentence one more time. So I'm making sure I'm answering it right. Pranks are one of the worst forms of comedy. I'm going to say agree. Nope. Ah, oh, dang it. Nope. 55% disagree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Well, this, I think, is my last question. Okay. Pretty sure. Okay. Ready? Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. I love spoilers. Dang. Disagree. Correct. Okay. What is Tied the percentage? Yep. Now, the percentage. <sighs> I feel like it's high, but not too high. <sighs> Go somewhere in the, the mid-high range. 72%. 64. Dang, okay. Well, we tied, which means I didn't win. Which means whatever. Mo gets to hold on to it. The belt remains safely in her home. That means next week Mo's gonna go up against one of you guys for something. Give her a break from me and my ridiculousness. All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, we've got your weird news for the day. Stick around. Hey everyone, I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on 
LTN Radio. So the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is dropping at the end of May, and we are once again getting Hayden Christensen returning to the role of Anakin slash Darth Vader. And, you know, I'm excited for that, honestly. Um, I know that he's had a rough couple decades after taking on that role, and, uh, man, honestly, very few people made it out of the prequel trilogy unscathed. And, uh, I'm excited that he's getting the chance to come back, not just to redeem himself, but also just to be able to say, hey, we recognize that you did a good job. But after uh, Hayden Christensen played Anakin, Matt Lanter uh, took on the role in Rebels and Clone Wars, and aside, uh, Ashley Exting, uh, literally their time together in Clone Wars and Rebels as Ahsoka and Anakin was some of the best of Star Wars and in my personal opinion Matt Lancer was the best version of Anakin we've had now Hayden could have been very uh, restrictive in his opinion and he could have said you know what I don't need to know what anyone else has done because I've played this before but uh, he in fact rather than doing that he actually recently binged watched all of rebels and all of clone wars to uh see what had been developed in the character because he didn't come to just erase matt lanter which i don't think he could he came to actually just continue on with what he's done and i just thought it was cool the way that he was humble enough to play off of that and it reminded me of what we see in scripture because jesus quoted a lot of the old testament now jesus could have been like you know what i don't need the old testament i'm the new testament but that's not what he did in fact jesus quoted at least 14 different books from the old testament during his three years of earthly ministry but it reminds me of this verse in matthew 5 17 where jesus says do not think i have come to abolish the law or the prophets I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. There is wisdom and truth to be found in the experiences of those who have walked this path before us, and we would do well to remember that and to actually learn from them. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Morning Show only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about Faith and Fandom, head over to faithandfandom.org where you can learn about our Comic-Con ministry, podcasts, memes, apparel, and book series. You can even read new chapters before they make it to the next book. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds with me. To the back row morning show i'm radio matt and i'm mo and hey make sure you're following us on all the socials we're on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok just search for at the back row ltn and connect with us now it's time for mo's fact of the day i'm gonna need you to re-say that fact of the day. it's inappropriate mo's fact of the day Okay. Uh, Working the third shift is not for the faint of heart. Overall, the negative side effects include increased risk of breast cancer and heart attacks, depression, and workplace injury. So go hug a third shift worker today and let them know you care. It's, yeah, they're they're heroes, guys. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Or at least they're... Innocent civilians <laughs> who don't get enough appreciation. <laughs> now it's time for SSA news. 
We're going to read a weird news story and build a white answer card for a future Sunday School Answers pack. Uh, it, yeah, it's Wednesday. Oh, man. So, Aqua's Barbie girl. I'm a Barbie girl. Won't appear in Margot Robbie's Barbie movie. In a Barbie world. Can you believe it? We're going to have a Barbie movie. And that most iconic song will not appear. It's it's a disappointment. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Oh, is the oh, oh, immortal yeah. refrain from Aqua's 97 song, Barbie Girl. When it, uh, But when it comes to the upcoming Margot Robbie movie, Aqua hasn't been invited to join the fun. Despite fans insisting that the Europop banger, which has clocked up over a billion views on YouTube, should appear in the soundtrack to Mattel and Warner Brothers film, Variety understands there are no plans for making, ha- making it happen. And uh, a tweet from at the... Tatermeister. <laughs> Tatermeister. I think it's, it's they said. Ron White. <laughs> you count him. You count the tater. Uh, <laughs> he says, if Barbie Girl by Aqua isn't the end credits of the Barbie movie, I want my money back. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm there for it. Uh, yeah. Ulrich Mulher Jorgensen. Who manages Aqua lead singer Lenny Nystrom? There's a lot of weird vowels in this. Uh, they tell Variety the song will not be used in the movie. Variety has reached out to Warner Brothers for comment, but has not received anything back. And uh, basically, the reason is because uh, Barbie has never enjoyed Aqua's song and uh, even filed a lawsuit way back when to uh, try and get it removed. Uh, the video features a Ken doll dismembering the Bobby doll by pulling off her arm. Uh, Mattel complained. Uh, there's a lyric, kiss me here, touch me there mm-hmm. in the song. Yeah, it's they very inappropriate. Like either. It's super inappropriate. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but, uh, so they tried to have the song like x like just boycotted from this earth. But MCA Records said the song was parody protected by the First Amendment and filed their own lawsuit for defamation over statements that a Mattel spokesman made during the course of the lawsuit. Um, the United States District Court of California dismissed both parties' claim, declaring Mattel's statements were non-actionable hyperbole and that the song is a parody poking fun at both her and the plastic values she represents. Mattel attempted to appeal, but were met with a short shrift, uh, again, dismissing both of the trademark infringement and defamation claims. United States Court of Appeals Circuit Judge Alex Kaczynski ruled the parties are advised to chill. 25 years later, it seems Aqua is still out in the cold. That brings us to today's white answer card. The answer card we'll be adding to our future expansion deck of Sunday School Answers is being advised to chill. (laughs) This has been SSA News, sponsored by BackRowGames.com. All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back, we dive into our main topic. Stick around. We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize relational outreach. From huge conventional halls to local game nights across the world, LTN wants to show the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. We're always developing resources and articles to help you grow nerd ministry in your area and expanding our reach as a ministry into all areas of nerd culture. 
Connect with us on social media at Love Thy Nerd and at LTN On Air to join in. LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember that we air our full morning shows first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, you can find our four full shows and our weekly main podcast by searching the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast apps. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Or don't. We're not your parents, and we won't be mad. Just disappointed. This week, we're talking about mental health for the eyes of the MCU. So far, we focused on Moon Knight, WandaVision, Loki, and Black Widow. Today, we're going to focus on the blip. And first of all, spoiler alert, we will be talking about a lot of key story elements to several MCU properties this week. Secondly, trigger warning this week uh, during these main segments, we're going to discuss some pretty difficult things that can be root causes for mental health struggles, grief, PTSD, etc. If you're currently struggling to the point where hearing uh, this stuff discussed could cause an issue, you might want to skip these topics. At the end of Infinity War, Thanos snapped his finger and half of existence disappeared. This caused mass panic and mass destruction. Billions of people mourning loss, billions depressed, billions facing an uncertain future. Think about how, think about how disruptive COVID was. Yeah. 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 Like that drove so many people deeper into mental health struggles mm-hmm. and addictions and unfortunately <clears throat> suicides. Uh, it was it was such a big event and still being felt in some parts of the world, but you know, this was, would be even bigger than that. Imagine waking up and half the population being just gone. Yeah. Almost every family having someone lost on the same day, in the same moment. Like, the world would crumble. And yeah. I feel like that's represented at the beginning of Endgame. You kind of see, like, this this pan over the city and, like, stadiums uh-huh. are toppled, buildings yeah. are, you know, lights are out, all this kind of stuff. Uh, and at the beginning of Endgame, in fact, right after that pan that I'm just talking about, we see Captain America leading a support group for people who have been affected. And they are talking about doing normal things and taking life one day at a time. One moment at a time. Yeah. It's not necessarily therapy. Uh, it's not necessarily something like Al-Anon or anything. It's it's just, this sucks. Life is hard. I need uh, people around me to make sure I don't fall into my own pit. Mm-hmm. Okay. The key thing here is accountability. And groups. In Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we see two guys helping each other, protecting each other from making mistakes in different areas of their life, whether it be superhero or not. Um, we've, we've mentioned it several times this week and, of course, a billion times uh, over the course of our show. We're both uh, very huge fans. And uh, 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 currently, Mo is, is a, a, a main leader of a Celebrate Recovery program. And Celebrate Recovery is a 12-step program and is focused on addiction a lot, but it is so, it's presented in such a broad way that 
even people that are just struggling with anger or or uh, mental health issues also feel welcome and feel heard mm-hmm. and feel feel uh, blessed by having a a group of people who are all going through similar things, if not the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the big things with tw- with twelve step programs is that by a certain level, you need to have a sponsor and or an accountability partner or team. And the reason why is exactly what you might think to make sure you're doing okay and to make sure you're keeping up with progress, like that you're not just falling back into old bad habits or old ways or old ways of thinking, but that you're continuing to grow and continuing to move forward, even if it's just you know, micro progress, you know, little by little, as long as it's still forward motion, that's all that we're going for. We have a hard time wanting accountability, accepting accountability. And the problem with accountability is that unless you're asking for it, you can't get it. Mm. Like nobody can come along and say, I'm going to keep you accountable. If you don't want them to keep you accountable, you won't let them keep you accountable. People become professional liars all the time in this world. And uh, it's simply because they're going to hide the issue that they're having. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that's easier than others. Uh, it's h- harder sometimes to hide like maybe drug addictions or things of that nature, alcohol addictions. But sometimes it's not. We hear plenty of stories that are people that are functioning alcoholics and or uh, drug users that are able to uh, keep their drug use isolated away from the rest of their life. Like they have the weekend off and they'll, mm. you know, do it early on a Saturday so they'll be good to go on a Monday. Mm. You know, that kind of thing. People can get really good at hiding these issues. Um, and... I think it's even more important with mental health issues because those are the issues that will I think those are the easiest to hide because there are no often no outward signs and we can be we can be expert actors mm. at putting on a smile saying everything is fine everything's good I'm good, I'm doing fine, I'm doing great. And you can wear that mask for days, for weeks, for months. Uh, We see it, um, I mean, uh, the first person that pops in my head is Robin Williams. Yes. Robin Williams, one of the, like, nicest guys, everybody in Hollywood says, one of the nicest guys on the planet. One of the most genuine, one of the most caring, one of the funniest people in existence all time. Mm-hmm. And practically nobody knew he was struggling with his mental health mm-hmm. until he took his own life. Mm-hmm. I think that's the case for almost every suicide situation is we see only what they allow us to see. Mm-hmm. And so in that instance, there's really nothing we can do. Everybody, you know, when, when, so, when someone takes their life, um, and, and I'm, I'm speaking as someone who 
contemplated it a lot and got within inches of attempting suicide when I was a teenager. There are a lot of people who take it upon themselves, the, uh, the guilt when someone takes their own life. Mm -hmm. Just me telling my mom that I felt that way. My mom thought it's, and still to this day thinks that, you know, that was her fault. Mm -hmm. And I mean, some of, you know, my relationship with her might've been part that led to my mental health issues then, mm -hmm. but it's not her fault that I wanted to take my life. Yeah. I didn't tell her that I was struggling. I didn't tell her that I was feeling bad. Nobody can force you to be accountable to this kind of healing because it's impossible. Mm -hmm. Nobody can truly know what you're dealing with if you're unwilling to share it. And that's, that goes along with what you said the other day is, you know, a lot of us feel isolated, feel mm -hmm. like we're the only ones going through this. Mm -hmm. And truly, most of us go through something like this at least once in our lives, if not multiple times, maybe not all the way up to the point of considering suicide, but definitely to the point where we're like, gosh, I wish I wasn't here anymore. Mm -hmm. I wish I could just pack up everything and just drive to the other side of the country and start over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all of us have those feelings at some point. Have you ever dealt with anything like that? I'm sure I've asked you this in the past before. But have you ever dealt with those kind of feelings, whether they be suicidal or just, I got to get the heck out of here? Oh, yeah. For forever. Yeah. Um, I think my internal battle leans a little bit more towards the, why am I trying? Mm. Why am I continuing to put myself through this? You know, why? It's not, nobody else cares. Nobody else sees the pain that I'm dealing with, you know? Mm -hmm. um, things would be much better. If I just weren't a part of it. Yeah. And so that is kind of where I can't say that I've struggled with thoughts of suicide, but I have struggled with thoughts of things would be better if I weren't around. Mm. Like I remember when I was a teenager, this is a very, you know, very similar mindset of that. I was, I was the kid that would like, we'd be here. I mean, it's happened in this church that we're recording in right now. We would be having a youth event or something and everybody would be fun. I would feel like I'm being left out, like people don't care that I'm here. Mm -hmm. And so I would like leave and I would go sit somewhere by myself in the church and then time how long it took for someone to notice I wasn't there. Yeah. And it was always a really long time mm -hmm. and that didn't do anything but make me feel 10 times worse right. than I would have. Yeah. And in reality... The, the issue wasn't that people were ignoring me. It's that I was too afraid to get involved. I was too afraid to have fun. I was too afraid to put myself out there because I already thought so little of myself mm -hmm. that I would already be standing in the back and standing in the shadows and, right. you know, being the wallflower and mm -hmm. not having any fun. And I would have moments, a lot of moments where I would bust out of that. Mm -hmm. A lot of moments where sometimes I'd be the life of the party. It's happened a couple times. In fact, there's a, there's a story that my wife often brings up of one instance where we had a, um, I don't remember if it was an engagement party. It was some, some sort of celebration Gathering. for our friends. <laughs> and uh, they did the, they played the Gangnam style thing. And I got up there and I was the goofiest, you know, 
flailing about trying to do my that dance the best I can, making everybody laugh. And my wife was like, I can't, I can't believe you could do that. I, I never have the ability to get up and do that. You know, that's, you know, how are you not embarrassed by stuff like that? And like everyone admired me, I guess, mm-hmm. for being able to get up and just, just free wheel, have fun. Yeah. What they didn't know is that at that time, that was one of the darkest times of my life. Mm. Some of the worst stuff was happening and I could not control it and I could not stop it from happening. Mm. And all I could do was put on that mask and try and hide it Mm -hmm. because I thought if I wasn't smiling, if I wasn't cracking jokes, if I wasn't being the life of the party, then people would know something was up. Mm-hmm. And I was desperate for nobody to know what was up. Yeah. And I, I don't feel like I do that much anymore. Gosh, I want to start crying just now thinking about how that felt. Oh, um, I don't think I do that much anymore, but I did it for so long that while I can say that, thankfully, after that first time when I was a teenager, um, God has kept me from ever having thoughts of suicide again. There have been many times, uh, even as an adult, that uh, I've had to sit there and really convince myself again that, you know, not everybody hates me. Mm-hmm. You know, something like that. Or like my... I'm for, can, you know, we, <laughs> we crack the joke... Uh, on Monday, I don't even know if it was on the show, but we cracked a joke of the, in the Monday show about, you know, how, you know, my wife can't leave me now. You mm-hmm. know, I got her, I got her stuck. I got, you know, I got three kids now. She ain't going nowhere. She doesn't believe in divorce. <laughs> She's a good Christian, you know, that kind of thing. But literally for a, most of my, at least half of my, I mean, we've been married for a long time now. So about half of my marriage now, but that first half of my marriage, I was convinced, convinced that either this was some sort of elaborate prank which wasn't as realistic <laughs> or that danger really would just wake up one day and say, uh, I could do so much better and be gone. And of course that's not her. That's not how she would ever act. But I thought so little of myself that I just convinced myself that there's no way this is lasting. There's no way she's going to put up with me for the rest of my life. And you know, that completely ignored the fact that Deidre had similar thoughts. You know, you know, we 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 all feel inadequate. Oh yeah, <laughs> but we all convince ourselves that everybody else has it together, and we're the only ones messed up because all of us are so good at wearing masks. All of us are so good at putting that denial face forward and convincing everybody that we're okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's. It's a hard, hard situation. So again, again, all that to say, if you want to get better, you need accountability. And if you want accountability, you have to be the one to ask for it. You have to find somebody and tell them what you're struggling with and ask them to be an ear for you. Mm -hmm. They don't need to be there to like fix you. That's not the role. They don't need to even be there to give you advice per se, but to have someone that you can be open and honest with about everything that you can trust, that's not going to, you know, gossip about you or anything like that, to have someone there, it can make a big difference. Mm-hmm. 
And you have to, honestly, you have to be willing to be fully real mm-hmm. as much as you are able to be real in that moment, because here's the thing with healing. It comes in waves and it comes in stages. And the chances are that you're going to find yourself in a place where you feel fully healed from whatever trauma or issue it is that you're working through currently. And before you know it, another issue is probably going to arise that you're going to also have to heal and work through. But As far as you can be honest currently where you are, you need to be just as honest with your accountability team. It's not going to do you any good if you kind of sugarcoat the things that you're, you're struggling with. If you diminish the areas in your life that you're struggling, I think, okay, I will never forget when you posted the video about not drinking sodas. And if anybody saw you with a soda in your hand, you gave us the permission to slap it out of your hand. You were very specific with your struggle. Your struggle at that moment. And at that time was sodas, drinking sodas. Okay. Full fledged sodas, mostly like Mountain Dew, code red Mountain Dew. I could pound a liter of that every three hours. You didn't tell us that every time you s- we see you having candy or we see you right. having, you know, whatever, it right. was nothing else. It was sodas. This is my struggle. And then you were very clear with what we could do, mm-hmm. how we could hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Smack it out of my hand. <laughs> I will never forget that. And to me, that's just a perfect illustration of what accountability looks like. Mm-hmm. Be honest with where you're struggling, what you're struggling with, and then set that boundary and tell your accountability team, this is what I need for you to do. This is how I am expecting you to hold me accountable. I also remember that you were desperate to actually be the one to slap something. I really was. And when I had a a, a thing of tea from, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I don't remember where. Sonic or like, something, yeah. yeah. It, looked like a, it looked like a soda. You were, your hand was right there ready to go. I'm like, it's tea, it's tea, it's tea, it's tea, it's tea. Look, it's tea. Yeah, open it up. It's tea. Chill out. Yeah. <laughs> Never got to slap a soda out of your hand. But at the same time, it like, it had a... It worked in two ways because Mm -hmm. it set up your accountability team Mm -hmm. for success, but it also set you up for success because you knew these people are aware Mm -hmm. and they're watching. And so it kind of set a standard for you. You didn't want for us to have to slap the drink out of your hand, you know, but I knew if people would be on the lookout for it, I couldn't just hide it anymore. I couldn't just do whatever I wanted, hide the fact that I needed to get that under control. Yeah. And because of that, like I I drink diet sodas occasionally, but not like, not like I was drinking it. Like I was drinking normal full sugar soda, like water for so much of my life. Mm hmm. And uh, because of that, I have not had a full sugar soda since then. Yeah. Um, And I remember it was really a struggle for me because I remember uh, the first time I attempted this was in um, when we were living in Albuquerque. And I had made it like a year without drinking um, a soda. 
And then Sonic was giving away like free mini root beer floats and Deja really wanted to go. Mm. I'm like, okay, the mini ones, it's like in a cup, like not a drink cup. It's yeah. like in a little, like a, yeah. like a dipping cup almost. Right. So like there's barely any soda in that. And I'm like, okay, it's just, I mean, it's a dessert. Like mm-hmm. It's not really a soda. And so I had that and that opened the floodgates and yeah. I had nonstop full sugar sodas for another like two years until I made this decree. Yeah. <laughs> and so. So it really did help. Accountability really did help. And that's a silly, I mean, it's a silly thing, you know, so it is. It's not like, it's not a, one of the bigger issues in life. But when it's an addiction, an addiction's an addiction. An addiction Absolutely. works like an addiction. Yeah. <laughs> so either way, that's how I was getting my dopamine and my sugar rush. And that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to get it under control. And I did. Yeah. Because I had that accountability in place. Like, I'm not saying I'm anything special. It's just that I realized that the only way to get past that was to have accountability. And that's worked the same with, uh, you know, every other addiction that I've had is when I'm open about it, I'm more successful. Yeah. And so my current addiction, the current only biggest addiction I've had my whole life is, you know, overeating and stuff like that. And I was really open about it in 2019. When I, you know, started an actual diet plan, started working, I did a, a weekly check-in and all this kind of stuff, and it kept me accountable. And then COVID hit, and everything went to garbage, and I retreated back into food and stayed there and have not been able to do anything about it since until uh, just recently I've been seeing some results, and that's because I started doing updates again now on TikTok. Uh, I try and do a thing every week, updating my progress, good or bad. But either way, I have the, that, that first TikTok that I posted on it that uh, I'm going to do at this one every, every week and, and showcase my progress. That first one went semi-viral, and I had like 200 people that I do not know follow me to cheer me on about it. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. That's really cool. And that was very inspiring. I'm like, okay, well, I'm in this now. Yeah. They're going to be tagging me if I don't do this. Exactly. So I better do it. Yep. Um, so, I mean, it's, 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 it doesn't, it might not come to your mind as something that you need. And you might think that whatever you're dealing with or whatever mental health struggle you're having, you don't really need someone keeping you accountable about it, especially if it's just mental health. I mean, if, if, you're, if you're struggling with depression or something, you're not thinking that this is an addiction. You're not thinking that you need to, you know, have somebody there to, you know, check all your dresser drawers or whatever to make sure you're not hiding some, you know, cocaine somewhere, something like that. But really, that mental health stuff is just as important to have accountability for because you need to make sure you're not letting yourself just fall back into denial, fall back into backwards thinking, fall back into self, uh, self-image self issues uh, or ideas of self-harm. I mean, there's a reason why the suicide hotline is such a big deal. And is pushed all the time because studies have shown when someone calls that number, it's like 99 out of a hundred times they're talked out of it mm. because 
even though the people on the other line are strangers. Those strangers immediately connect with you and immediately care about you. And even having just a random stranger on the phone express that they care about you is enough to help you realize that if that stranger can care about you, there's got to be people in your life that care about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So don't run from the idea of accountability. Uh, it's probably one of the best tools you can have. Absolutely. Uh, to everyone out there who is going to step into the role of being someone's accountability, please, please offer grace. Because there will come a time when they fall short. Mm-hmm. And it is not going to do any good to belittle or point fingers or, um, you know, say that you saw this coming or whatever, whatever. Show grace. Mm -hmm. And remember that we're all human. We're all flawed. We're all going to fall short at some point or another. And also realize how much of an honor it is to be asked to be in this position in someone's life because this is no small deal. If you agree to become somebody's accountability partner, odds are you're going to know more about this person than anybody on the planet. Mm -hmm. And that means they are trusting you with their life. So, it's also not something to be entered into lightly, but understand what you're getting yourself into and realize what a ministry it is. Yeah. And how this is your opportunity to be Jesus to somebody. Mm -hmm. It truly is an honor. I have had the honor to be a sponsor and accountability partner to quite a few men uh, who've dealt with the same struggles that I've dealt with in the past. And it has always been a blessing both ways. Mm. Anything else? I don't think so. Drive that one into the ground there? Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, that is it for today's Focus on Accountability. of our topic this week. Is there something we got wrong? Something we forgot? We would love for you to give us an earful. Join us at backrowdiscord.com and message us in the Respond to Show channel. Message us on the socials at the Backrow LTN or leave us a voicemail by calling 575-562-8052. Like any awesome ministry, our existence partially relies on amazing people partnering with us financially. As the chief radio nerd and a nerd culture missionary, I have the honor of running LTN Radio, curating the music, planning out the schedule, editing several podcasts and specials, video editing, running the YouTube channel, the LTN Radio Twitch channel, being a part of the social media team, and of course, co-hosting the Back Row Morning Show four days a week. And all of this to share the love of Jesus with nerds and nerds 
culture. And while I do this, I'm looking for people to join my support team to help me take care of my family financially at the same time, as well as help fund any trips and tech upgrades that come throughout the year. If you are willing to learn more, please visit lovethynerd.com slash radiomat, or even reach out to me directly with any questions you might have. But even if you can't help me financially, I also covet your prayers for me and for all of Love Thy Nerd. Thank you for listening. LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show. I'm Mo. And I'm Radio Matt. Before we go, we want to share some things that we hate. Mo, are you going to go first? I'm going first. All right. I'm pretty sure you've talked about this before, but I was reminded of it today. So here's the thing. So okay. you're, you're listing something that I hate? Uh, but it's <laughs> but something that we hate. both hate. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, signs, specifically church signs. Oh. They're marquees, you know, that are... Bad. Thank you. And or... Less than and, creative. And or out of date. And also, like... Tell me how difficult it is to make sure that the letters are in the correct placement on the marquee so that your words are spelled and read correctly. Do you mean they were out of order or do you mean they were spread out too far? Spread out too far. Well, that usually happens here because of the wind. Wind catches them and they blow. I, as the person that had to do it for our church for a few years, I promise you. Okay. That's no, usually I, why. <laughs> so here's the thing. We have one very specific church in our area that's yes. notorious for it. Yes. Okay. Are we talking about the same church? I'm pretty certain. Okay. One by where I live? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just drove past it earlier. What does it say now? I don't. Okay. I can't remember. Um. Oh, count your blessings. Okay. But it's <laughs> count Y. R B less ings. <laughs> so a lot of it drives out. me crazy. <laughs> it drives me nuts. I'm I'm like, because that's how I read it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I my I, brain does not correct it, and maybe that's a me problem. I guess, but. Come on. There was a there was a point where I was posting like videos of myself hovering on these and talking about how bad they were. Yeah. Uh, and my wife made me stop because it, she said it felt too mean. <laughs> I and I was being mean. But I, like I remember there were enough that I got to one where I'm like we finally have a good one. It says fall for Jesus. He never leaves, and leaves is spelled like leaves mm-hmm. on the ground. That this is a cute little fall pun, and it would be a fantastic sign if it wasn't the middle of January. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last one I ever did. So, uh, to add to my argument, this sign is not the average height of most marquee signs. This is a lower marquee sign mm-hmm. at this specific church. Yeah. I you feel can like, almost reach it yeah. with your hand, but definitely like with a broom. Yeah. So <laughs> like keep a broom by the door so that you can come out. You know that there's somebody always there every day, mm-hmm. maybe not Friday. Okay. But like put the letters back <laughs> in place. It is not that difficult. Uh, yeah. I get you. 
Let's ooze. Fresh, free Shavakadu. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, man. What That's do you still hate? one of my favorite internet memes right there. The free Shavakadu. I don't remember it. It was, it's, it's uh, I think it's a Del Taco sign, but it's supposed to say fresh avocado on it. Oh. But it's all spread out like that. And yeah. Fresh avocado. Yeah. And I remember I did a, uh, <laughs> I did this, I added it to the end of the chorus in a video. I added it to the end of the chorus of What Would Jesus Do? <laughs> that is why I am asking you, free shavakadu. <laughs> You have not done a parody uh, song in a long time, and I know. I just went. To. I just was. I was just going through them too the other day, and I'm. I think I'm done. I think I'm done with parody songs. <laughs> I just can't. I've. I've. It's been so long since I've been able to come up with like a good idea. I just. I don't know. I think I've, I think I'm burned out on them. I'm disappointed in you. Uh, <laughs> so here's the thing that I hate. This is a more serious one. Uh, I hate that you're done with parody songs. <laughs> Can I have two things that I hate? <laughs> there, you don't get to speak. I gave two things, and we're done. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna bring this down. Uh, <laughs> the thing I hate is justifying my behavior. So this is something that we talked about this past week in uh, the Bible study that I've been leading lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had, um, we were talking about how, how we don't feel worthy of being, um, you know, God's children. You know, we, we feel like God, God has standards and we're just never going to meet them. And as one of the, the girls in the group were talking, so, you know, that's absolutely true. Cause I, I feel like, you know, I'm always right here and I'm never like, like I'm never over there. Like, like I'm never where God wants me to be. I'm never over there with all those people. I'm just right here. And I'm always stuck here and I can't get out of it. And the only thing I'm grateful for is just that I'm not back there. And I said, yeah. And, and, and that's absolutely fine to be grateful that you're not back there. But there's another thing you need to realize. There is nobody over there in the good area. None of us ever make it over there. The only person that's ever justified to stand over in that good area is Jesus, and he'd rather hang out with us. <laughs> and that really, you know, reminded me that there's there's just we do have this tendency to to get to the point where we're justifying our sins, and um, it doesn't take much to do that in the moment. And so if we can realize when we're doing that, it'll help us feel a little bit better about being where we're at here because it'll help us kind of quell that um, human nature of like, well, I shouldn't do this, but uh, I guess my my favorite one is food. Uh, And it was a joke, I think, from, oh, Jim Gaffigan, I think it was. So I don't normally eat a burger, a hot dog, and a brat, but it is the Fourth of July, and like that's, <laughs> you know, that's not an excuse to overeat. Neither is Thanksgiving, but we will justify that. But take it to an even smaller level, you know, we will justify one tiny sin or one tiny gossip or one tiny this or that as you know. Well, I mean, it's okay because they probably already know, or you know, it's okay because this isn't really hurting anybody but myself, or you know, these kind of things. And I, I find myself doing that far too often, much more than I want to, and it's especially with food. It's especially with food, and uh, I hate that about myself. 
And I hate having to realize that about myself. And I hate that I have to fix that about myself. Uh, so those are all things that I hate. <laughs> but ultimately, it's going to be for my benefit. <laughs> um, why the face? I quit. WTF, Mo, why the face? <laughs> I quit. I did not come here to get preached at on a Wednesday morning under the guise that it's something that you hate. <laughs> I did not come here six o'clock in the day morning for you to get me all worked up. Only the Holy Spirit can convict me, not you. Oh, You're not man. the Holy Spirit. Let's get out of this bad mood and end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Titus 3, 5. He saved us not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit convicting you there? Nope. <laughs> And that's going to do it for the back row with Matt and Mo. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and hope you'll join us again for our next show. Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially. As one of the newest staff members of LTN and a part-time nerd culture missionary, I'm looking to build my support team to help this radio station grow and help my family financially as I pour more focus into all I get to do for Love Thy Nerd. For more information, visit lovethynerd.com slash radiomat. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus, Jesus loves, loves you, nerd. nerd.